Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. We are recording live from the OpenStack Summit in Vancouver, BC, and I'm really delighted to have Francisco Araya from Keo Networks with us. Thank you very much. So Francisco, why don't we just get started by talking about Keo Networks, where you guys are operating from, what is your business model, and what is your role within the company? Keo Networks is one of the largest data centers in Latin America. We've been there in the business for about 12 years. We have data centers in Mexico. We started in Mexico, but we also are now operating in Panama, in countries like Guatemala. We even have a data center in Spain. And recently, we have a couple of data centers right in the U.S., in San Diego. Also, we are expanding our data centers and other cities in Mexico. So um, we are trying to be one of the largest offerings in data centers in Latin America. And also, we are starting this year to be operating a data center in Peru, in South America. Very cool. So I know that you have been one of the earliest companies to really look at OpenStack in terms of deployment. Why don't you talk a little bit about when your engagement with OpenStack started and what drove you to consideration of OpenStack as being part of your data center solution? We started with OpenStack from 2011. We started to plan how we can orchestrate our clouds more efficiently with an open way to manage all the infrastructure. In 2012, Mm -hmm. we started our first public cloud offering based on OpenStack. At those days, we worked with SX version. It was a little bit uh, buggy and Mm -hmm. we had a lot of trouble, but we delivered the first public cloud in Latin America based in OpenStack. It was very useful for us to understand all the complexity, all the power and all you can have with OpenStack in terms of freedom, of integration. And as developers, we also understand that it's very easy to operate a platform like that without operating the whole time. We can automate all the things that we do in a very efficient way. What are the capabilities that OpenStack delivered, even in those early phases, that were different from your traditional offerings? At first, we saw that there was a lack of capabilities between our private vendor cloud that we used to work with. But we made some changes to it. So we started completing all the tasks we used to have with another private cloud with this OpenStack solution. So we at first ran into some kind of trouble. I remember that we started using SATA hard disks. It was very slow. Our customers complain a lot. The Intel team helped us a lot in starting a case with using all SSD hard disks. Ah, okay. And the performance went up a lot. It was much faster than before. That kind of thing, starting with OpenStack about three years ago, gave us all the confidence to start offering private clouds for clients. What do you see today as a user in how OpenStack has matured? And where do you think we are today with addressing some of the complexities that you faced in your initial implementation just a few years ago? Well, I see a lot of things that three years ago, I wasn't able to even think about it. The software as a service, 
parts and heat has become very powerful. Our customers see that part and they love the orchestration, how we do it. Let me tell you about how we took about two months in the first time to mm -hmm. install OpenStack. And right now, at these days, we are able to install an OpenStack installation in about three hours. Wow. It's kind of a new world for us because all the new tools that have been appearing into the market, you know, Two years ago, we went to the Portland Summit. There was a couple of very useful offers in the OpenStack ecosystem. But right now, you can see all the problems that you have or all the doubts that you have about OpenStack being answered with different providers. So we can complete all the offering using different partners. We are making a lot of alliances and partnerships with different companies. So our uh, OpenStack uh, environment uh, and ecosystem is beginning to complete the circle. What does this mean for Keo in terms of the types of services you're able to offer your clients? You talked about private cloud offerings. Has that made it an easier proposition to deliver private cloud services for the companies in Latin America that you're serving? Well, it wasn't that easy because at first people ask who will support this kind of cloud, which vendor is behind this. So we decided that who will support us. We are not a team that do the operation, but we start to understand all the things that in the operation matters. Mm -hmm. So we do the support for these clouds and our customers are very happy with this because they see that we can give them support very fast, very obsessive. Support. Yeah, we call nice. this. The, we are behind the customer. If they run into trouble, we can sleep until it's solved. This is the kind of support you need to give in Latin America because it's not that easy to rely on another third party because it's more uh, hard to find talent. So we begin to start a DevOps team and they are one of the most important parts of this offering. OpenStack is great. Our storage uh, solutions are great. Networking part is great. But without the team and without all the efforts we have made, we are the inglorious DevOps team. That's what <laughs> we call them. And we have a, a web page, a blog, etc. And we talk about our experiences, giving support and uh, looking how the customers begins from doubt to a complete satisfaction. I mean, you say that that's typical in Latin America. I don't think that that's just a Latin American opportunity in terms of how the business relationship is changing. I think people want to trust their provider to back them up if they're going to move these important business-critical workloads into their environment. So it's a great story. When you look at what you've learned from the summit and what you've seen from the ecosystem, what are the key things that you think you're going to take back We have already an architecture of software that supports our cloud, but there were some parts missing about tips for performance, different configuration that can solution some problems that we have. That's very important for us. We have been able to attend technical briefings and mm -hmm. look at this information, but also all the relationship with different partners is mm -hmm. very useful for us. We are 10 people that are at the summit making relationship and conversations with other companies that work like us, trying to fill the gaps between all these different technologies and how we can improve our services in terms of performance, but also in quality. 
thank you so much for spending some time today with us to share your experiences. They were quite interesting with your earliest uses of the software and how you've come forward. Thanks for being on the program today. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 